No, I'll, I've watched it so you. many times that like I can recite it when I watch it. And like I've I haven't seen the Ross Leather Pants episode. And uh, oh, that's so good! It's uh, so no, good. That's the one, right? I've been uh, twice. Have you watched the reunion? Yeah, that uh, was pretty good. Show. It was as good as what they could do, honestly. Like I would have loved to have one one hour of like a quick tell us what they're doing now kind of thing. If the show would have still been, a, you know what I mean? Like where would they be? But it is what it is, yeah. right? Well, welcome to the DSC podcast where we talk about sitcoms, syndicated yeah, we, sitcoms. Like that we don't talk about hockey. That's for sure. We avoid talking about hockey at all costs. Oh my god! You want to see something? This is so funny. Okay, so the night of the uh, the the um, devastation was a little bit drunk and. Uh, I took down a lot of things, but I, I guess I left this up. This is a light, and I put this on it. <laughs> and look at my little thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I did with that. So, yeah, this is not so much a podcast, folks, as it is an intervention. We're trying to and talk. a warning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my head's up cast. in the window. Yeah. So, Whiskey's up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a wake, bit of a bit of a morning, bit of an intervention. Try and talk Kylie off the cliff. So um, <laughs> no, I'm not. Wasn't that easy. Bad. Was not easy. Look, no. I'm wearing my leaf scrunchie. I'm not that yeah, much she, of a hater. She's coming around. She's like, I'll wear the old logo. Yeah, right. I'll wear the new one. All right. Well, I guess. Chitter tatter, wise. Let's get at her. I'm glad I took a couple of days off before I did the reactionary. I will. Yeah, say. I said I that to him. I was like, I couldn't, stuff. couldn't do it yet. How many days has it been? I don't know. I don't want to think. Two days. It. it was Monday. It was Monday. So today if you watch Sports Center, it happened 30 seconds ago. Right. Like even on the game last night, they're still talking about it. I'm like, stop. There was another game, Colorado, Vegas. Yeah. Stop. Well, I guess we we'll up with. Uh, First of all, thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to PHG Sports. Uh, again, check them out, guys. www.phgsports.com. And welcome to episode 21 of the Deke Snipe Silly Podcast with your hosts, Ryan Gates. That's me, Chad Newman there on the bottom, and the lovely Miss Kylie Murren there. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we've been rambling, but you guys got what we're here to talk about. This is the, I guess we'll call it the autopsy. Yeah. This is the episode the gentle after. autopsy, no. Yeah. This is the episode after the podcast. And we've got, I think, aside from our uh, initial reactions to our initial reactions versus our two days later reactions, because I think we should, we, we can compare to both. I mean, I felt completely differently about it the night that they lost than I do now. Absolutely. Uh, so we can I talk mean, about the game was worse than it was over. But we've got a lot to unpack as well. It's a lot, a lot of us come out in the media. So we'll get to all that as well. But yes, I think, I think we start with Miss Kylie. Um, Drama is her middle name. Is Kylie Drama Mern? No. I think so. I don't like the drama. I I, I just like to peek at the drama. I don't like being <laughs> in the drama. <laughs> Fair. But I I will say this, and I've been saying it all along, like the last couple of days, is that like I feel like I was already checked out, bef 
like game six. Like, did you guys feel like that? I feel oh, like yeah. after that, again, like you come back and you screwed it up again. I feel like <laughs> that's Sorry, that guys. was Kali. That was a clip that was of me. Kali. That was me right there. Um, the sound she makes in games. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it was just like, I don't know. I felt like they were defeated and I was yeah. defeated, but no, I feel I like they were. <laughs> No, that that was his reaction. Their I, reaction. I was trying to be uh, going into game seven. I was trying to be optimistic. I really was. I was like, because my, my wife was like, so how do you feel? What do you think? I was like, I think they can do it. I really, I, I, because yeah. they, they could do it. This is the problem. 100%. Right? 100%. I, I kept saying, get I think they can do it. And I'm wondering if the team didn't feel exactly the same way all the fans did. Where they were like, no, we can do this. But are we going to do it? We're just like, not sure I, how. Yeah. I it's feel like. Once they got to game seven and they were like, okay, this is our third kick at it. Can we do it, guys? Like, is this what they started thinking? Like, can we be Carey Price? Because ultimately, that was the biggest challenge. I feel like it was this mental block of game seven anyway, but Carey Price was the culprit. By hats off. The murderer. Hats off to the defense as well. Montreal's defense stifled the Leafs entering the zone. Like, neutral ice, the Leafs kind of... They were able to break in a lot of times five on five, but once they crossed the blue line, man, just yeah. absolute stifling. And uh, cool. I had no idea Jeff Petrie was as good of a defenseman as he is. I, I actually, I mean, I always knew he was an offensive kind of guy, but he, he looked really good. And, and Ben Sherratt, who I watched play with the Ice Caps in St. John's for three years, I had yeah. no idea that he was of the quality of defenseman he is. So, I mean, we all knew what Shea Weber was, you know. It's just too bad Montreal just don't show up during the regular season because they could they could do so much more. I feel like obviously we've seen it. We've seen it last year. We've seen it again this year. Like they can do it. It's just they don't. They They save it. And maybe that's smart. Maybe it's smart. They say, let's screw. We'll just scrape on by, save it all for the playoffs. Why even play Carey Price? <laughs> yeah, it's like why even play Carey Price during the regular season? Just yeah. keep him healthy for the playoffs. Injured. He's going to show up every time. Yes. Man, does poor. he look like vintage Carey Price though? Holy hell! This is, good, this is good as I've seen, right? I mean, he's just so, so, so good. Dialed. Yeah, so. Dialed. So beast. So my thing was besides Tavares, like, <laughs> my heart and soul left my body when I saw that happen. Oh and goodness, it, yeah. It never quite came back for me, but you know, you keep hope alive. They still got tons of talent to get it done. Yeah. Then the Carey Price overtime performance, and I was like, um, "I know we're not." He we're got not in their heads. He got in their heads. But nobody got in Carey Price's face ever. There was no like like the interviews yesterday. There was no killer instinct. You had three tries. I've said killer instinct a billion times this playoffs. Yeah, yeah. It's and just, it's uh, they, it's what this team is. I'm, I feel like. Go ahead. Sorry. They need, I just want them to become a bunch of grave diggers like Boston. They just can't wait to bury. They don't them. have like, that oh, though. Exactly. And that's, and that's, that's what they need. Ex- like Dubis addressed all of the the issues. We'll say, but that's the one thing that I, I mean, yeah, you could probably bring in a few people, Inter Simmons, Inter Thornton, whatever, but that's not it. It's it's not, not something you that you can in. teach. Yeah, it's it's, it's something culture. that you gotta have. It's the culture, and then it's like we blame Babcock, and now it's like people are blaming Keith, and it's like, who do you blame? There's the no one to blame. The franchise. It's a it's a curse. It's a I don't know. It's a, <coughs> back to the John Tavares. You know, yes, go back. what's very interesting with that? You know how we have guests come on this show to tell us stories? Well, I've got a story to share, and I'm not even a guest. <laughs> 
But it's guest related. Um, not so long ago, episode 17, we had uh, Mr. Rob McDougall come on. Now, Rob was uh, John Tavares' coach uh, when he played lacrosse right from Pee Wee right on up till right eight up years till he, old. Yeah, right until he, he entered uh, he entered junior hockey at uh, whatever it was, it was underage or 13 or whatever. But anyway, he knows John quite well. Uh, there's, again, if you haven't seen that episode, go watch it. It's, it's littered with stories and stories and stories and stories. There's actually, It's going to be a two-part series, actually. We'll be releasing part two this week coming. But anyway, uh, in meeting Rob, he's just a quality guy, a great dude. Uh, during the game, game one, John Tavares gets hit. Yep. Always goes my phone. It was a text from Mr. McDougal. And he said, uh, he said, uh, he said, Ryan, he said, when, when, we, when I played, when I coached lacrosse, he said, we had one rule about getting hit or going down. He said, we had one rule that we all lived by and we swore by, like it was like our, our code that we worked on. And he said, is that we never stopped the game for an injury. If you, if you go down, if you got to crawl back to the, to the bench, get off, get off. We do not stop the game for an injury. We're not going to be, we're not going to be soft like that. And he said, he said, I think, not, not, not even, I think, so I know that that's still John's mentality. His, his mentality was to get up and get off the ice so the game could continue. He didn't want to be that guy. Yeah. And, 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 and when you look at it after hearing Rob tell me that and, and look look at it again you can see he so badly wanted to get off the ice you know yeah, like and even feet. even when they were because you could hear the, the medical staff saying stay down john stay down like he was actively mm-hmm. trying to get up get up and yeah. that's what was rough for me during i knew that was happening i knew it like, like the guy's trying to get up but they're trying to stabilize him right but this is what it was man that 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 mindset that that work ethic that john Tavares got right from the time he was a child and it stuck with him you know yeah don't stop the game for me. Continue on. No, keep it going. Yeah. Enough, I mean, enough yeah. focus on me here now. Enough tension has been drawn to me. You yeah. know, keep it going. And, uh, I can see that though. He seems like that kind of person and that's probably why he has to see on his chest. Mm-hmm. He deserves it. Um, I wasn't a fan at first of him having it over some other people, but I can see it now. If there's one not not just learned, because of the injury, but before that, this season for sure. If, if there's one thing I learned in this playoffs, and it's the only thing I feel like I can take away from this, is just how important John Tavares is to this team. 100. Uh, and I think, not, not I think, I, I know a lot of Leafs fans are like me and who are kind of like, oh yeah, well, John Tavares, he's our number two center. Mm-hmm. How important is your number two center? Mm-hmm. Really? Grand scheme Imagine thing. that. But it's just not the number two, man. I mean, he's your captain. He's, he's a, he's a voice that. in the room. He's a personality. He's that, and and he's the quiet leader, right? Lead by example. That's what that's yeah. the thing on John Tavares always has been. Is he comes to work every day with his, with his lunch pail and his work boots, and he goes to work. And yeah. and I, and he's that a was, hard worker. That was sorely missed, and uh, I'm I'm quite okay with JT staying with this team as long as it takes because I tell you, yeah. they, he was sorely sorely missed. No. Yeah. Hats off to the second line. Kerfoot stepped up, man, in a big way. He played excellent. He did. And Willie, I mean, finally, it got people shutting up about him because they're finally (laughs) realizing that his contract is the most valuable contract we have on this team for the most part. Yeah. But um, you know what I mean? I feel like it was finally a thing of put that in your pipe and smoke it, you know? And, and, And that's all well and good. In all the Willie praise that he's gotten, uh, how how quickly the, the, the script got flipped to Mitch Marner? Marlander, yeah. There was always, always a scapegoat. Yeah. He's got to be the whipping boy. I'm just You're glad the, it wasn't Jack Campbell because I'd be out for blood if that was for, on Jack Campbell. 
that anybody weak as hell but 100 percent. but what can you do i mean the man is not a robot he's not carried close (laughs) but he damn well had a better save percentage and a better goals against average what Mm. more do do you want uh somebody i don't know who don't know where i read it or heard it somebody on social media maybe it was dangle when he when i when i when i watched his lfr um one of one of the 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 breakdowns they said um if we would have gotten the goaltending in any of the previous four years that we got this year from Jack Campbell in the playoffs, we'd have won all those series. I mean, that's, that's a bit much for me. Um, Man, I tell you, you look at you look at his save percentage and, and goals against, it eclipses what Freddie Anderson done in the playoffs by a large margin. I mean, right? no doubt Freddie was Freddie was Freddie. And early, I mean, the early Freddie contract playoffs, Freddie. Yeah, Freddie. I don't know what's happened. If it's just, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, if it's mental, if it's physical, or what it is. But like, I there was a clip actually being shared. I don't know if it was on Twitter or Facebook today, actually, of his greatest saves. They're like, well, we won't see him in a Leafs uniform no more. So, like, here's a <laughs> clip of all his greatest saves. I'm like, okay, guys, nobody knows what's going to happen. But anyway, um, and it reminded me of just how good he really was. And he did come up clutch a lot of times. He bailed that team out a lot. Think about Jake Gardner, the Zaitsev, you know, all those days. But he wasn't consistent. And I think with Jack Campbell, we have consistency. And that's exactly what we need for the times that the team does revert to this old shitty habits that they had, like they did in game seven. And it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't like previous I'll, years or anything I'll, like that. I'll, I'll cautiously agree with you. I, I I do think that Jack seems to be the more consistent goalie. My problem with Jack uh-huh. is the sample size again, right? Like, I mean, yes. we're basing this on half a regular season and one yes. half series. And then North of it. I mean, yes, I guess you, you but, guys watched the uh, you guys watched the uh, the media availability from yesterday, or at least some of it, right? Some of the yes, quotes yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, that's the one thing I took away from the media availability is like they were talking, oh yeah, no Spezza, we got to talk Spezza, get him back. Uh, Hyman, yeah, no, we got to get make find a number that works. We got to figure that out. Whenever they talk about Anderson, it was like, uh, we'll see. So like, I didn't mm. get a, I didn't get a warm and fuzzy when they were talking about Freddie. No, no, but it's because he's he's due for a payday and. At this point, we have Jack Campbell at like what, two million or something? Yeah, I can see. Uh, so it's like you're going to need that to sign Hyman. And you know, we've gone back to an episode you asked me before. You want Hyman or Anderson? And I was sticking with An- or Anderson because I thought he was going to be. You were, yeah, you were I'm, pretty I'm adamant on Freddie. I'm I'm so stuck on early Freddie and say, hey, the team's going to catch up there with that compete level. And uh, I, I think mean, the worst, really the worst, yeah. No, I was going to say the worst thing that probably ever happened to him, though, was the fact that Jack Campbell did so good because Freddie is obviously, I guess, like most goalies, maybe you're you were a goalie. You maybe can relate to this. Exactly. Exactly. In their heads. And Freddie, we've seen that time after time. Freddie gets in his head. He's very quiet. He's not as vocal as Jack Campbell is about it. Jack Campbell straight up said, like, at the end of the game. I got to do better. Like that was on me. And no, it wasn't. It wasn't on you. Weak goal or not, it wasn't. But who knows? Well, we, we got two see. playoff series. We got two playoff series where Kadri gets suspended and it's all his fault. There's always an excuse. We lose John yeah. Tavares and it's not his fault. It's Marner's fault. He was there the whole time. I made my right? list of excuses. Okay. <laughs> oh, I made, I made let's hear list. it. Let's hear it. 2017. 
Uh, team is too young. They didn't belong there anyway. Big surprise. Mm -hmm. they, they really shouldn't have made the playoffs. Too young, yeah. right? Yeah. Logical. Yeah. 2016, or uh, sorry, 2018, next to next year. Babcock's fault. Uh, what was he doing playing these guys late in the period? Blah, 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 blah. All I'm in coaching. one leg. Zaitsev yeah. over whatever. Yeah. Frederick Gauthier. Babcock yeah, yeah, yeah. got it. Yeah. 2019, Kadri's fault. Bab Jake Gardner's fault. Both of those, yeah. those guys got to go. Yeah, Jake Carter, game seven. Yeah, game seven. And, and, and then, uh, yeah, exactly. But that was the big, that was the big knock, right? Uh, 2020, Anderson. Ander Anderson's terrible. The goaltending, we we're not getting any goaltending. Defense, yeah. we, need, we need defense. Defense, we need defense, right? yeah. And now 2021, it's Mitch Mariner's fault. Somehow, in all this, the setup man gets to blame because goal scorer is not putting them in the net. That's the part, that's the part that which irritates me the most is like, they're blaming Mariner. Mariner had a weak, weak series. <laughs> I think it's the penalty. Though. The penalty, I think, is what is what kind of turned it all onto him. <coughs> well, yes, that too. But it's like if you want to compare apples to oranges, okay, Matthew said what one goal, yeah, and sure, Marner still had a bunch of assists, if I'm not mistaken. Did he not? He had a couple. Four, yeah, I think. Yeah, so it's like yeah. what, and then the only other difference, in my opinion, was that stupid penalty. But this, everybody... is, this is what I don't understand: is that. Like Mariner's taking a hundred percent of the heat, and Matthews is like, "I won the rocket." And that's me not saying yeah. that, but like that's why people are looking at her like, "Well, no, it can't be Matthews' fault because he won the rocket." Yeah. How, how many of those rocket goals was Mariner the primary assist on? Really? Well, I, so. I, I can't remember the number, but it's like there was a somewhat. Like a yeah, it was. Number. It was like half. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. I yeah. I don't know. Like it, it really. Like for I, I I was mad at Mitch, but no more than I was at 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 Austin or Morgan Riley. All those guys I want to see walking the net didn't. Yeah, um, So like I was disappointed, but but how how the fan base has turned on Mitch Marner, one of the best young players to put on the jersey in thirty years, and that's not even me exaggerating. You go no. back over the last thirty years, go back to nineteen ninety, and pick me out, you know. I don't know, 10 players who are better than Mitch, but you're, you're getting, you're getting pretty deep down that list. Of, yeah. There's, there's not many. He's top and five or six, not even in production either, but he's proud to wear a Maple Leaf. And he's the things that he's like, he's the face of the franchise. Matthews is the, the player, but Mitch I feel like, soul, yeah, yeah he's, a, that's, there we go. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like the heart and soul of it. A hundred percent. Like nobody gives credit to that Tommy Dove head first into a, in, in front of a Boston punk. I know that's exactly what I thought I mean, that, about. And everyone's like, that's why you need to win cups. That's the guy. Yeah. That's yeah. him. And I, like I in his, wonder, I wonder how this is going to affect you. Piece of shit. 24, man. Right. He's 24 years old. Right. And everyone's like, he's oh, still a kid been here five years. I'm like, yeah, he's, but he's still only 24. The dude tried to carry the team on his back, and he, like, you know, when you try to do too much, you end up doing too little. Yeah. It's just that, I mean, like, he's guilty of trying too hard, and that sucks. It sucks. And everyone's to ship him out and get someone who, else who's just automatically ready to battle in the playoffs for a cup rather than stick with this guy's. It's going to be a homegrown. Let's mm. learn it together. And you want know it's going to suck. It already sucks. I get it. And it better friggin' there's, happen at some there, point. I think it will. There's no look scenario. at the Cubs. Look at the Red Sox. That's what I look at. The Cubs, Red Sox, they build it. It will happen. And year after year, disappointment, disappointment, disappointment. Hey, you did it. And then you did it. I 
I've seen a really, I've seen a really interesting thing today. Now, I don't know. I didn't like fact check this. So assuming it's correct. I don't know. Everything you read on the internet is true, right? Um, but the Boston Bruins, I don't know if you guys can see this. Probably can't. No, gotta love the way that this stuff works. Um, but anyway, uh, 2002 eliminated first round. 2003 eliminated first round. 2004 eliminated first round. 2006 missed the playoffs. If you were, I missed 2005, but that was the year of the lockout. 2007 missed the playoffs. 2008 first round elimination. 2009 second round elimination. 2010 second round elimination. 2011 they did the thing yeah so and, uh, like tampa. and that's just boston yes tampa's another one washington's another one how old was Ovi yeah. when he got his first cup the only player that was lucky enough to get it within his first few years was sid well i mean taves and kane taves and kane is okay way. taves and kane that's true that's true but yeah. keith and seabrook and they had a whole i'm sure there's other ones a hundred percent but was i a mean product well, there, there's a lot less than there is more like the, right. the, those examples are like one-offs and right. one of the best comparables seems Ron, to this comparables thing. One of the best comparables I like is the Nate McKinnon, because I'm going to mm-hmm. put out a concept there for you, which I don't think a lot of people are thinking about. It's quite possible that the Leafs have overachieved to this point, because if you look at Nate McKinnon, who is right now dominating the NHL, he's making the playoffs look stupid, right? Yeah. Nate McKinnon in the first five years in the league didn't make playoffs at all. No. The team was garbage. And he still right. had good players to play with. I mean, he's still playing with Landis Gog and all these other good young players. But the, the team, was just, yeah. they just couldn't pull it together. Whereas the Leafs, the Leafs have been good enough, even with their youth and their, they've been good enough to make the playoffs, just not good enough to win. So he put, up less, he put up less points than Willie. Oh, yeah. No, he was not a good player. Regularly. Was, I should say that. He was a good player, but not he a... He was underachieving. Yeah, he was not an elite player. He's very uh, Alexis Lafreniere, that, that trajectory. Yes, yeah. I think yeah. you're going to see in five years Lafreniere tearing it up too. But what, exactly, I'm, what yeah. I'm getting at here is that had the Leafs missed the playoffs in the last four years, what happened to Montreal is not a big deal. Right? If this is no. the first time that, that Matthews and Mariner, yep. it, they finally gets it together. The Leafs, the youth, we've done it. We've made the playoffs. And we lose to Montreal in the first round. No big deal. The Bulls are only 24. But because yeah. they've overachieved right from the rookie year, Mariner has led this team in scoring every year since he joined the team. Yep. Right? Yeah. He, he's been a almost a perennial – well, he's a point-per-game player for his career. He's got, like, four more points than he does games. Right? So he's a point-per-game guy, led the team in scoring, and somehow I, I truly believe this team has actually overachieved. And people are going to be like, what? How is, how, is, how is losing the first round four years in a row overachieving? Well, can prior that to that, they're playing junior hockey. Play us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't mean, know, man. Like I said, you look at some of the other young talent that that had the first three, two or three years to figure their stuff out before they had the pressure of the playoffs. Yep. You know, so that's a concept yeah. that no one is talking about. And I, I was I thinking about it all day, and I was like, God, I I think that's what's going on here is that we've put too much on them too early, and they try to run them it's out. It's true. It's true. It's, I think it's just that because they made the first round each time, it's like we just expect that this year's year you're going to go over that hump. But, I mean, if any – I think any player would say, and I feel like I've heard this about a bunch, that the first round is the hardest. Oh, hardest whatever first reason. Round, yeah. it, for whatever reason, the first round's the hardest. And I don't want to make excuses because there's, there's millions of them right now for this team, but – the Leafs have never had an easy opponent in that first round either. I mean, there's been no walk in the park. I think if we would have had um, 
Edmonton first round, it would have been a completely different outcome. I don't know what don't it know. is. I, it may, now, hopefully, they would have put up a bit more of a fight Listen, than what they did. But the Habs, the Habs with Jake Allen would have been a lock in the park. I think the save yeah. that Carey Price 100%. made in that series would yeah. just. He was dynamite, yeah. right? Yeah. Defense won that. Defense won it, people. Like, I mean, largely. Yeah. You shut down the Rocket Richard. Yeah, and that's winner, all they had to do. And that's his right hand man. Defense won that. You know, of course, and Caulfield looks like a star because they're showing him every 15 seconds. And you know what? He's going to be fantastic. And he is well, fantastic. Yeah. But man, but, like, you know, a blind nut's going to get a squirrel every now and again when the other team's not scoring. Yeah. I agree. That performance in overtime, like I said, that's the thing that's haunting me. Yeah. That the, overtime the, performance of Carey Price. And not even that. It's just the, the horrible giveaways that led to those it's game Going ending, into the playoffs, you know? you're like, the only way we're going to lose this if it's, is if Carey Price is Carey friggin' Price. Yeah. And Adam was like, saying man. it for weeks. I was like, ah, oh, he's been injured. Ah, oh, he's Never been, you know, he was years. concussed. Well, uh, nah, that was, that was all a pack you, of shit. You're always worried. And, but you really don't believe it's going to happen. No. Okay, so what I want to do, we've talked okay. about we've talked about the loss. I'm sorry, yeah, not for that. Not right? for that. Now we've talked about the losing part of it. So let's talk about. I mean, we're all pretty fairly knowledgeable Leafs fans. I like to think so anyway. Um, going forward, looking at the team that we iced, plus John Tavares, who do you think comes back? I mean, there almost everybody's an RFA outside of the top four or I'm UFA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the only other two two players that got one year left are like. Forwards, I mean, is uh, Engvall got one year and McKay got one year. Okay, Engvall. let's play this game. Let's say who would we want back and who do we actually think is going to come back? But you know the guy I want back. This yes. is uh, Mr. Number 11. Unfinished, Mr. Unfinished Business. Yes. I'm like, yeah, let's get this done. Okay, how do we feel? I'm going to get a list. Kobe, you're here on my lap and it's driving me crazy. I got crazy. a list here. I got, got a list, list of all the all UFAs? UFAs. Okay, that's what I'm looking for. Um, Perfect. So right. start we'll start the top of the list and we'll go down through them. Do we okay, want them back? So. Do we think they're going to come back? Like, why do we? Yep. Let's do that. I love the all other. Right. Let's go. First on the list, Riley Nash. Don't even uh, know. You. No, you can go on. Uh, he won't it depends on Adios. It depends on what the price tag is. No, adios. There's more. There's more that. There's better choices, I think. But Zach Hyman. But it's small sample size. Okay, Zach okay. Hyman. What do you think? Essential. There is no yeah. way this team is iced in in the fall without Zach Hyman. Without Zach Hyman, yeah. no, I agree. But whatever and and but again, it's got to make sense. So Zach and his agent got to get together with Kyle and have a sensible conversation. We know we understand you're a five million dollar guy. So how about yeah. for the next three years we do four, you know, four and a half. Save yeah. us a little, enough money to win sign Jason Spezza for seven hundred grand again, and yeah. and we move on. So it, I think it's just going to be a numbers game, and I don't think Zach. I think Zach sees the big picture. I think they all see the big picture now. That an extra half million dollars on the table, yeah, it's a big difference. Means I think, something. I, I think if Matthews and Marner were signing their contracts today, it'd be different. They could still get the same money, but I truly believe that it would be a little different. But anyway, no, that's well, just, that's yeah. just my wishful thinking. No, yeah. yeah. I think we're all good on time. He's think? the type, though. He sorry. He's the type to even say like, "Oh, hometown discount." Like, I feel like it just just so he can stay. But I don't want to be taken advantage of either. No, no. Can you imagine Zach Hyman, um, He needs Edmonton. to be paid. Yeah. Can you imagine Zach it just doesn't. McDavid. It'd be right. Sick. Like, there's no. No. You keep that. Okay. He's a rare bird. So yeah, he doesn't Next. go anywhere. We lost Connor Brown, and it would be nice to have him right now. So. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Wayne Drain Simmons. Uh, 
I'll give him one more man. year. I think his wrist. I think his wrist. Uh, yeah, was a, I agree. If you can get that better. Yeah. I'll I'll like go like Sam a little cheaper. I like Sam for a million bucks. What is his salary right now? Minimum. Yeah, what is his salary this year? and a half. Okay, can he yeah, walk out? Can he go into the dressing room and look at Spezza and be like, you know, I'm getting. Yeah, you know. I get more than you? No. 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 Come on. So, Adrian, you, you give it to Spezza and you take it from Spezza, from Simmons. Okay, so if the question is, would I like him back? Yes, at the right price. Do I think he'll be back? Yeah. No. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. What do you guys think? Think okay. he'll be back? Um, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of unfinished business. So, I'm. I don't know what's going to happen. I feel like we're going to see a lot of the same people. After that wrist injury, it was one year or something. I find it was very like it was disappointing after the wrist injury because yeah. before that he was that terrifying dude that uh, Raleigh was talking about. After that, he wasn't very terrifying yeah. at all. And no, like, with so... his play or with his uh, with his physical play, nothing. So no, he'll he uh, that might be his argument though. Like with Kyle Dubas, you know, like. Give me another chance. I broke my wrist. I still and... love to have him with the Simmons jersey. I oh, still yeah. always. I like that. Simmons. I do, and I like what he could potentially them. bring. It's just we didn't really get a good enough look at it this year, I guess, because cool. of the injury. And okay, so we'll put him on the maybe list. All right, Wayne, if you're watching, I want a jersey. I like it. <laughs> I'll take one too. Yeah. <laughs> for, any, for any of you, you sad losers out there who are burning your jerseys, give it up. Yeah, yeah. donate them. Don't even if you really it. don't want them that bad, donate it. That's right. Okay, next up on the list, what do you got? Uh, the Nick Felino. Uh, yes, I'd he's, like to have him back. I'd love to have him back. Healthy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's going to be too expensive. He's still 33 years old and lots of hockey left. And I think he's going back to his family. And Columbus. Columbus. Well, but Columbus, Columbus fire sale right now. Exactly. They are getting rid of everything. He might just say, you know what? Because he was coming here all because of his dad, and it was this big old thing. The man never played one game without an injury or without some sort of nagging pain. Um, so, like, he might maybe do a one year or something. I don't know. That's my that's my hope for a lot of them. <laughs> Just yeah. give it one more shot. It's wishful oh, thinking, but I like where you're going. I, I yeah. There's, there's no scenario where Nick Flano on your team is a bad thing. Even if you're paying no. six million bucks. Like, I mean, he, we can't, obviously. But my point is, I mean, Nick, Nick can easily sign me offseason with another team for $5 million. So exactly. That's why I don't think he'll be back. It all so, depends on what I guess he wants to do. Because thing is with he, Nick. He's a UFA. I, he can do whatever he wants. I think he's one of those grave diggers that you need. I think he's I a cold blooded killer when he needs to be. Is yeah. he got to be able to uh, dig. And I'd like to take a couple of his little line mates from Columbus too. Bring him on up. Mm. You know, like Cam Atkinson. I'll bring up a couple of them. Couple oh, we got lots of we got lots of Cam Atkinsons in our system. I I suppose. Well, I don't know. I just always like that guy. I, anyway, I look at the defense of like Mr. Seth Jones as well. Oh God, like, yes. Well, that's just I mean, on the back end. I'm thinking I'm talking about the play with Felino, but yeah. yes, that's just a whole you're, other conversation. You're talking about believable <laughs> scenarios, and I'm talking about like, <laughs> shoot for the guy that made. I'm gonna skip the next though. one because I think okay. it's the biggest question mark. Okay. Uh, after that, it goes Spetsa. We already know that Thornton. What do you think? Did you know, me being a memorabilia guy, and even after the game, I was like, "That's it. I'm not buying any more stuff." I said same thing. <laughs> Legitimately, the next day I was on Real Sports looking at stuff, and I'm like, "Ooh, look! I can buy Jason Spezza's game used stick for 175 bucks." I'm like, "How is Sick. that? How is that not a good buy?" I didn't buy it. Oh, I thought you were gonna say it, dude. Leslie, 
I haven't bought it yet. But I was yeah, like, right? pretty hard. I was like, oh, I could buy that one for like, I mean, like the, the, the stick is that much new, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Anyway, it's that, more yeah, than that it's new. True. Yeah. I mean, that's a $350 stick all day long. Anyhow, wow. that's how Anyhow. that's where that's from. Now you just told everybody someone else is going to go buy it. Yeah, I know. I know. Shout out to uh, whoever was selling it. Give Ryan a discount. Yeah, it's real sports auctions. Yeah. Your website. Okay. Oh, yeah. No discount for you. No soup for you. Um, so Jumbo, Jumbo Joe. No. No. Not bad. I don't want him Retire. back. And I don't think he'll be back. I don't. He can I, come back and be on the bench sad. or be in the dressing room as like a Carlton. But I, I would I would have loved to see him raise a jersey, raise a the uh, cup and leaves jersey, but uh, come on. No, he he looks his age out there now, and the NHL is just too fast. You look at who he's surrounded with. You know, he's surrounded with speed, and he looks very slow. And it's just not all the time. Yeah, it's bad. And the giveaways. And I, the... Listen, I love Joe Thornton. He's first ballot Hall of Famer, all that good stuff. 100%. But he was so inconsequential throughout the regular season and the playoffs that I'm like, yeah, we, we just don't need him. He'll, he, if he wants to play hockey, he'll play on a team. He's still good enough to play. Uh, I really don't think his skill set is what the Leafs need on any no, of the ones. No, no. You watch those Colorado games, and it just blows my mind how fast everything is do you guys know what a set is it just me but i feel like watching those games it's like everybody's flying but you know the what puck is. is so fast and everything is doop, 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 and it's like that's what works and same with tampa bay same with all those teams honestly and then you watch a leafs game and you're like oh my god jumbo because joe literally looks moving. like a snail do you see the difference though in the way the leafs play and everyone else because and this is part of the problem needs to be addressed too uh, a lot of teams now are playing a rush game. Even Montreal. Montreal scored more off the rush than they did off. Yeah. Like, Toronto sets up the zone five on five and then tries to pick the opponents apart with lethal shooting, which and, is not a bad idea if you can get the puck through. But I mean, not. but if you got that's a good plan to have, but it can't be your only plan. Yeah, you got to be able yeah. to score the rush and Leafs change it up. God damn it! Right. And I think uh, if you you know what, pretty much every goal that did get scored on Carey Price was some sort of on the rush. Not every goal, but like a lot of the goals. Two them okay. yeah. yeah, and they were. Yeah. And like Muzzin from the point, it's not that hard, boss. Like it's not but rocket science. Just put it in and wait. Hopefully the bounces were going because Carey Price is, if you ask Carey Price to let in a goal, like you hope he's just going to misstep. It's not going to happen. No. You need to make sure it beats him by some kind of odd bounce. Deflection or. Happened once. He let one stinker in there in game. Yes. Yeah. Six. One of the games. One of the catch-up games, anyway. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's one goal that we could have used in every other game. So there was it's... a thing they said there was um, how many quality chances, Adam? Six. Yeah. yeah, six quality scoring chances that, like, on their like metrics or whatever, were guaranteed goals. He stopped six alone. That would they told us that at, I think going into game seven they were talking about in the pregame or game six. Well, I mean, we all that know. was already up to that point, and it's like, holy shit, man, this guy's like a, I don't I know, got, a machine. I got a marquee player coming up, UFA. Right. Who's that? Merv. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Forgot he okay. was even leave. Sorry, Merv. Yeah. Uh, Have fun Hunt. in Ottawa. I actually, <laughs> they take all of our all of our rejects. Um, yeah. um, ben Hunt. Sorry, DJ Smith, but you yeah. are one of those as well. But <laughs> I um, 
kind of liked what I did see from him, though. Like, we didn't get to see much, but I did Steady. like, yeah, I did like Ben Houghton. He came, seemed like a nice stay-at-home defenseman, you know what I mean? Like, kind of like a, a Justin Hall, maybe kind of guy, ish. but ish. But mm-hmm. I would still take Hall over him. So I guess it'll, well, you know, do we really have that space for him? He's our number seven know. defenseman right now. So, like, that's right. Does he come yeah, back? And like, if he does, it's got to be league men, and he's worked more than that, so he's not coming back. No, and right. is he a lefty or a righty? Like, what's I can't remember what side he played. Yeah, he like left, left shot, I think. I believe yeah, so. And that's we have an abundance of left-handed D, so is... we need right hand, right-handers, and Travis Thurman is not it. Doesn't even tell me. Okay, um, Bogo, Bogosian, love him. That is someone I want back. One hundred percent. He was my biggest surprise in the off season. Uh, not yeah, off season. I, my biggest surprise in the season. The season uh, when yeah. they picked him up. I was and like, I was like yeah. oh yeah, okay. Well, they got Bogosian. He's Stanley. He's you know, but oh, my buddy's like, no, no, no. He said I watched all the Stanley Cup playoffs with Tampa Bay and this Bogosian. Even though he never played every game, he was impactful every game. And I was yep. like, mm-hmm. and man, I mean, outside of a like, I mean, he played fifty-two games for the Leafs or something stupid, fifty-four. Uh, yeah. He was impactful and he was unnoticeable. Like he. he he was so good all year, all year long. You got I did notice that, that pinch. I'll never forget that pinch. That you was bad. Pinch. That was a bad choice. Bogo, no. don't pinch. You no, you're not fast line. enough to pinch, honestly, Stay to get back. Home. But it is what it is because Galchenyuk was there supporting him. And you're not a defenseman. Have... I saw no. No, he should. He... That, that's actually, sorry, off topic. <laughs> but um, that's one thing I noticed that has to stop. Is these no look just flicking the puck away? Like, what the fuck are you doing? You are in a playoff game, and I've seen that happen so often, and more often than not, it resulted in a goal. Yeah, there was a lot of blind passes the entire a series. A lot, uh, yeah, a yeah. lot, and it's several. just like that's not good enough. Or several on the power play, drop, drop yeah. it back, entering the zone, and then no, drop, drop and it no, back, no way back there. And nobody back there, or they dropping it back to the blue line, and a defenseman is nowhere yep. like near there, and it's now like, oh, now we got to go out again. It's like so disjointed. Look yeah. like a bunch of amateurs. And if Manny Malhotra does not get fired, there's something. Said he's going to be back. I saw. I, I guess I never fact checked no. it, but it's not, not, not a chance. In, there's impossible. no fucking way. There's no way. Impossible. Hold on. I'll switch. Actually, um, okay. So it's Bogo, just like, we definitely. Oh my god. Big Bogo, save, Dave. I would probably be okay with him as our backup, honestly. I'm cool with him backing up. I am totally cool with that. Yeah, I like him. He he was a, a strong, you know, backup for Calgary. I always was like, oh, God damn it, we got big safety, like you know? like right Yeah, and it's just like, I don't know. We need a reliable backup, and he is one. So what more can you ask for? Mm. He's no Jack Campbell, but... That was as a diamond in the rough, right? We did not know about that. Okay. So big save, Dave. Uh, let's see. Who that leaves us with uh, Travis Dermott on our RFA. Yeah, he'll mm. be back, nice and cheap. You're gonna, you're gonna bridge well, deal him. We could. But Can you do it, that now? I feel like they're probably gonna look to see what other options are out there. He's probably gonna be left exposed in the yeah. expansion. And then you have Lilligren. <coughs> nice replacement. And we also have Sandine coming up now next year, I hope. Yeah. 
he Lilligren, can't stand Lilligren's it. He, ready to play NHL hockey. He just needs to be exposed to it. He needs to get some steady time to yeah. make make his mistakes <clears throat> and take his lumps and move on. Same with Sandine. Sandine's ready. He's going to be. And a, I, a top I feel like if they don't shit or get off the pot with the both of them, yeah, what are you doing? Time meter development. Especially okay. Lilligren. Like Sandine has come up. He's proven himself. He's made a couple little hiccups, but I think most faster. of that was. Yeah, that was a lot of it was probably just pressure on him, yeah. um, you know, of course. But with Lilligren, it's like, what are you doing with him? How long is Perfect. he going to stay down on the Marlies? Like, bring him up or use him for something else? So, Jamal, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I maybe. Think simple, but, you know, if you got to go too. I think uh, he's definitely improved a lot over the last couple seasons. So He's a good defenseman, man. He's an NHL defenseman all day long. Yeah, uh, just on, on, on we need a team. bit more size and we need well, like another BOGO or another Muzzin because Muzzin, I just like mm. that like five more TJ Brodies. Uh, yeah, well, geez, uh, he's just on another planet. He's on another, you know, planet. he stepped up to him. I had no idea he was that good when we signed him. I, I said, I, I said he was going to score a goal. It was so mm-hmm. crazy. I was like, he's scoring a goal tonight. I don't know why. I just felt it. It was so weird. But anyway. The last UFA, I left him for last. And the most, the biggest question mark we got is Chucky. Yeah. I I'd actually, love to see him back. I back really, 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 really liked him with John Tavares. Is Lillian. he going to be affordable? How much is he worth? <laughs> um, I don't think he got anywhere else to go. No, but I mean, I'm not going to say okay, he's not going to yeah. try. He's yeah, going to want term. See. That's the catch. See? Is he our FA? Yes. No, he's UFA. No, UFA. U. No way. Yep. Oh, yeah. Wow. His, oh, wow. He's not paid much at all right now. No. Nope. Because he hasn't. But he did show reason. value. But he did show value. And I guess it it all depends on do you want to be a Maple Leaf or do you want to get money well, elsewhere? Another team. You want to go to your eighth team. I don't know. My thing with, with Chucky, I think I think what you offer Chucky is a three-year deal. Three years at $2 million bucks each. Yeah. Yep. And I, I take think that. I think he takes it, and I he's think another Janssen, another Cappy. He's worth it all day long. Well, he's 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 a better player than, than Captain or or, John, or Johnson. I yeah. think. Yeah, Here he's a very Toronto. similar player to Janssen, but he's so, better with the puck. I really think also, two million. Was it Janssen? Was a seventh round pick? Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. but you know, and you're saying here you are in Toronto, you are this misfit brought into this huge market, mm-hmm. and people yeah. like you. And they believe in you, and you're on a cup contender. What do you say you to wanna... $6 million for a few years to play some more hockey when you, you just live out of a suitcase is your option? Yeah. Well, you... I, and, and when in, in the media availability yesterday, Dubas was asked about Galchenyuk, and I didn't get the, uh, the cold shoulder feeling that I got with Freddie. I, it seemed like there was some actual interest there to, to talk to Galchenyuk. To and bring see him where... back. Because, and I don't know why you wouldn't anyway, to be honest. I mean, the, the, when no. he's on, man, he's so creative. Those, 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 those behind the back passes and shit. Like, not everybody in the league can do that. That's not, that's not no. a skill set that everyone's got. He made some elite level passes during the playoffs that were just, and you're right. When he, when he did play with JT regular season, that line, JT, Galchenyuk, and Willie, I thought that line was dynamite. Me too. Yeah. I agree. I, I wish we could have seen it in the playoffs because I think we could have had different. You could have um, this kid walking in training camp. 
believing yeah. in this group, right? Exactly. I've and seen, he, he came in midway, he, uh, like almost at the end. Right. I was just going to say that. So imagine a full season with him, like with the Leafs training staff and with the team. Yeah. And he also has this newfound confidence that obviously he's probably never had for the and, last few seasons. You, me- you remember all the years when when when, when Kadri was, was, was up and down the lineup and it was all the Ron Wilson era. And I was like, oh, what have we got here? Maybe. And then finally... Yeah. Finally, they came across and gave Kadri a, a confidence, a vote of confidence, and gave him a contract. Here's five years, man. Yeah. Here's a five year deal. We believe in you. And the player changed. Changed he, like that. Overnight, he became a more accountable, more. I, I mean, me, I think you Babcock made him not fine. I will say that about Babcock. He uh, really rounded out Kadri's game. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I mean, too much because he obviously has issues with the he playoffs. Was a sniper. <laughs> I mean, he was a sniper. He was expected to be a sniper, and he wasn't. So no. Babcock made him into a an everything. Yeah. Only great players can do that, right? Only great players can change a game like that. So. And only great coaches can make those shifts. And uh, well, I mean, yeah, whatever not Babcock like was or wouldn't, he had he had a skill set that worked for some players. So. Anyway, I'm not sad to see him go by any stretch, but he did do a fantastic job with and, and Morgan Riley as well. Riley really, uh, really developed well, I thought, under Babcock. Oh, we didn't talk about him. Isn't Riley expiring? No, no. Oh, he has one year and then he is. Right, right, right. Big to see um, him this year. Well, you know what? Do you let him walk next year or do you actually want to get some valuable assets for him? Got to get try? value for him. Unless you're going to I think him. as long as he's, I know he's been, was he drafted <sighs> by the Leafs? Yeah, he was oh, drafted yeah, by exactly. the Leafs. Yeah, that was like he's back a, in. Yeah, that was, in that's what I was going to say. I knew he's been here the longest, but I was just trying to think if he was like a Zach Hyman type of situation. But um, so exactly <laughs> he here. player here. in that draft, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, I think he had. I think he what was. What a sad draft that was. It was wild. But hmm. he came up through the ranks and I mean, he's there poster child i guess we could call him well, but i mean is it time to let him go uh depends on the development of sandine i think we all know that this year is going to tell us a lot about sandine that's true that's sandine. Gonna, i guess we, we still have time Riley. You between the beginning of season and the trade deadline to figure it out you can't give more than Riley seven million bucks and that's just the bottom line so if you've got a guy who's even somewhat comparable on a entry-level contract for the next three years then yeah that's what you're going to do yeah, I was reading the thing um, online. True. Same thing, like about Morgan Riley's fate, and they said um, when they give Jake Muzzin his deal, and knowing Sandine won't be long behind him, that essentially sealed Riley's fate. That like he yeah. will not be back. It could make that, sense. Well, yeah. Now that's just one person's opinion. Well, I, mean, I don't know where I read it, but the role guys locked up. They've got they've mm. got Muzzin and TJ Brody on on half uh, on uh, five million dollar uh, deals, and yeah. locked. You don't have the money term. anymore, right? So they're there. They're there to stay. Yeah. Uh, if you can develop your Sandine, who I believe has got a has got a higher trajectory than Riley ever had, I really do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. it's just winning. And, and let's not forget, right behind right behind Sandine, there's the the, the Finnish kid. Um, what's his name? Uh, Topi Niemela. I like him. Yep. He's there's be, a few, there's a few be great. coming up through. He was the defenseman of the tournament, World Juniors. Yeah, right? as was yeah. Sandine. And, if you and Sandine at, was the year before. Yeah. You look at the list of, of players who won defenseman of the tournament. You're looking at Chris Pronger, Eric Carlson, 
Dion Phaneuf guys who were just elite, elite Blue, level defensemen yeah. when they broke into Franchise the league. Demon, so yeah. We got two of those guys in our system right now, and and Niemela, I think, is going to be as good as Sandy. And yeah. what a steal of a deal that's going to be for the Leafs. So, yep. all that in mind with the salary cap where it is, I think I think the right thing to do is to trade Riley for assets. I and, agree. And move on from that. Not because, and I love the guy. I've loved him Me ever too. since. I mean, he, he made a team at a training camp when he wasn't supposed to, right? Yeah, it hurts. And, uh, but that's that's the numbers game. It's a business at this point. Not It's not a fanfare. It's just, it is what it is. You can't and, get a decade I mean, in. It sucked. It sucked seeing even Jake Gardner in another uniform. At the end of the day, he was the scapegoat, but it was still like, oh, you know, he's been here for so long. And yeah. even Kadri, there's so many of those guys, but like, we got over it. Yeah. We no, still no. talk about if we won the Kadri trade, like it'll always be a thing. He'll always be a leaf. Like I still find it weird seeing Tyler Bozak in another uniform. No, right, there's another know, one. Right? Even JBR. Like there's so many, and it's just Carl it Carter is what Center. it is. <laughs> it is what it is but oh michael yeah. hutchinson what about him i was gonna ask you guys what do you think about um the whole like we have so many goalies in our prospect pool too who i mean they should be soon coming up some of them yeah. um, um what's um, ian scott and justin wall and justin wall yeah yeah so are you coming it's a it's a big shrug again um, especially for a team Joseph Wall. Joseph Wall. Joseph Justin. Yes, Wall. I was like, it feels like a J, but it feels I know wrong. somebody with that name. A little yeah. birdie told me. Yeah. This is about uh, the whistle. This was not announced. A little birdie told me that the Growlers are going to get quite a goalie this year Ooh. if everyone's healthy. To tune of possibly an Ian Scott. So, um, okay. You heard it here first. I think what, what you're going to see. Ian Scott? Is, Ian Scott will play with the Growlers this year, and I think it's going to be dynamite. No, well, I'm not wrong, but that's what a little bird. Well, he's about, supposed so. to be. Well, both him and Wall are supposed to be like sick little goalies. Oh, so, which one of them? Comes back to. Which one of them was like not still haven't played in a while? He's been injured. That's Scott. Scott never got okay. almost two years plus the COVID. Yeah, he hasn't played in a long time. Okay, because oh, I knew surgery? he was. In, they were both injured at the same time at one point last year, and then um, and I was trying to remember which one was playing for the Marlies and oh. was doing really well. Ian Scott okay. was was one of those guys. That everyone was like, "Holy crap!" He was with Prince Albert, I believe. The, yeah, Prince Albert Raiders, like, and he went like his goals. His save percentage was like outrageous. Yeah, he was yeah. nine sixty or something stupid. It was but, nuts. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was, and he was just winning and winning and winning. But anyway, um, yeah, that's what I heard on the, on the through the grapevine that we might be seeing an Ian Scott in St. John's. So Love which, I'm which super excited. Get him playing. Get him playing. Can every you day. imagine if we had training camp here again this year? There's oh no COVID. God. New flat will be open. Guys, open. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Hashtag back to the rock. Back Please. to the rock. That'd be so Please. cool. Yeah. So that all the we know they enjoyed it. Everybody? Chucky was yeah, did he? That was all those. Okay. I'm going to say goodnight to mom here. Did we get all the RFAs? Nah, I think so. Yeah, it was just so Dermot. We talked with Sandine. I think Sandine's a lock to make this team out of training camp. Correct? Everyone agrees? Yes. Unless they bring in some other big demon, but no. yeah. I know. I think if you don't bring in Sandine now, you lose the guy or you're going to ruin the guy. No, I think he's a lock. One other player I think is a lock that we're going to make room for is going to be Nick Robertson. I think Nick's yes. team. I think Nick Nick made the team this year, but then he got hurt. 
Yeah, Nick would have yeah. been up in the playoffs had he not been hurt. So they also on, didn't want to burn his entry level deal. So I know that was part of it. So the three players so Joe Thornton goes. Yeah. But the three Nick's players moved. that we didn't talk about because they still have a year left or a couple years for Kerfoot. There's three players, Arian Engvall, Mikheyev, and Kerfoot, who are still under contract through this year. Right. Mm-hmm. Three of which I could easily see starting the season without Kerfoot because I think he's too expensive. For yeah. what he does, yeah. I don't, I don't think they're impactful. For the options we have. Yeah. So that's that. There's when they say there's going to be changes, I, I completely expect at least one of the three of those guys to be on the way out through trade. I think that there's going to be somebody else coming in, some other. I'd love to see. Third line Dubas. grinder. But not even that. I'd love to see Dubas work some of his magic again. Another Galchenyuk trade, you know, like a, tra- a player that kind of everyone's kind of given up on. Like, like, like the Sam Bennett trade out of, out of, uh, out of yeah. Calgary. Sam Bennett left Calgary. Someone who has something Ooh. to prove. You know, one of those guys that's kind of comes your way, but is kind of at a discount and blah, blah, blah. Well, it's not going to be Taylor Hall now. No, Nick. I don't. I still don't really want Taylor Hall. No, no, me neither. No, he's not what we need. We have well, enough firepower on well, our team. You know what? I would rather. I would have rather give that first round pick <laughs> away for Taylor Hall. At oh year. yeah, at this That's point, a, I, I, yeah. I think Nick came. I think he came over. Oh, he did. He I think he did. Yeah, and it was just like the stupidest well, thing Nick, ever. He wasn't even playing with the Blue Jackets when they traded for him. He was. Actually I know, right? right? So uh, you gave up a first round, like with like as and that's why i feel like he's going to come back i really do yeah and put him on a third line third line center bye bye kerfoot yeah you do and bye bye kerfoot and then you have ingval and mikhaev Mm -hmm. or you have no robertson and somebody robertson and mikhaev i I mean mikhaev can't score whatever the heck is going on but Boy, does he have wheels. And it's yeah. so good on the penalty kill. And I yeah, don't want him to be one of those players that we just let go and then he flourishes because he has potential. He does have potential. But it seems like his only poten- only time he capitalized on the potential is when he's on the second line. Right? Yeah. And I honestly don't think he's good enough for the second line with the players we have. Like, no, they got to find – or they have to tweak and figure out where – he can fit or like what he can what he can change to better you know let, what i mean like i don't know let me ask you this question then we'll close out the player talk at this point i think that's just good enough but out of the three guys i mentioned kerfoot engval mikhaev who do you think is most likely to get traded kerfoot because he's a center he holds value he did really well in the playoffs mm. he has a couple years on his deal I think buddy he is a little pricey but no he can definitely play someone's second line no problem and that way then his value is perfect oops yeah well he played our second line no problem yeah uh, no uh, i i like i like that idea of moving kerfoot if you can get someone back comparable for a little bit cheaper uh, yeah. maybe in the same trade maybe move an ball or something just to free up roster spots and whatever Ooh. happens so. yeah we don't need no i don't care if people trading picks and all shit like that we don't need so, picks well we do of course but <coughs> i think we need them more for now yeah. so autopsy complete i think we've dusted off this this mess yeah. i feel better about it after talking to you guys I always do yeah uh, i think we should finish the show off not talking about the leafs let's talk about what happened last night yes so, please 
I guess let's I th- let's I guess start it with Shifley Evansism. Yeah. Yes, let's start with: Are you on Team Shifley or are you on Team Evans? I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I see you your know post. Yeah, my whole thing. I've been saying uh, the you were both complete. They were both completely wrong. Thank you. That's how Evans, I feel. Evans he shouldn't have did what he did in the cookie jar. Wrap yes. around empty netter. End what of the a playoff. Hell, did he think? You're going what to get. think was going to happen? You're exactly going down on an empty net, and there's not one Winnipeg player. So where do you th- where do you think they're coming from? And how fast yeah. do you think they're coming? He started pumping from the other goal line. Yeah. And two. Yeah. He had many other options. I mean, obviously, it was it was extremely excessive. He's a right hand shot. You know, his coming in this hand, <laughs> and he's not even like it's. It was complete. Like I'm going to send a message now. It's a minute. We already got the game lost. I'm going to send a message not- for next game and. Holy you know shit. what I did notice from Holy watching the replay seven thousand times is that mm-hmm. while while Evans was low and reaching, because I mean when he's coming around the net, you can see his head is just barely above the crossbar. So the guy yeah, is like so hard to watch, man. I can't believe it. When, when you see when you see Shoifley, like a millisecond before the hit, he's low as well. He's trying to get lower. He's going he's going to destroy him. When he gets low, he drives up into the guy. Right. That's why he comes mm-hmm. out of his feet because he got so low trying to not get like, the hit. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't target the hit. I really don't believe that. No, you uh, could see uh, someone stopped. Sorry, I just want to say someone stopped it like on a still, and you can see the the initial point of impact is shoulder to chest. Like it's not his head. I think it's almost it's like not. it's almost like the hip to the top of the head was the initial point of contact. He just got <laughs> absolutely crumbled at such a high yeah. speed. <laughs> and then that. because he like flipped over and then landed on his head, that made it even freaking worse because Wait, he was just. Afterwards? I was like. Afterwards, I was like, he's knocked out, he's knocked out, he's knocked out, he's knocked out. You know, you know what I thought out. of the minute I saw it? I thought about the Wendell Clark Bruce Bell hit. That was, the, was like yeah. exactly what came to my mind. Was that? And you had the same kind of reaction after. He didn't really look to see what the hit did. He stood up and looked to see what was coming. And that's what also made me think, you know, he knew he was sending this guy to another planet. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Evans could have scooped that puck up behind the net, went in the corner and passed to his winger coming down. He could have... Oh, just kept going. You were winning. And then the take a shot. Whatever. And he then no, he was just all he was thinking about is I'm going to get a goal, and it was an unnecessary goal for one. I mean, yes, Winnipeg could have tied it up, but were they up by two at this point? No. Or no, they're no, up, 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 up by one. Um, but either way, like there was like what a minute left or something. The only like, thing that yep. threw me off is that I thought I thought Shifley could have played the puck. I thought he could have. I think he had. He is yeah. almost like he almost tried to poke check it or something. But it no, was no, just... no, 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 no. His he's a right hand shot, but his, his stick was like in the net kind of. Oh, thing. that way, yeah. And he wasn't even looking. He was he was engaged for body. Well, he was looking for body. Was and, yeah, uh, he that, wasn't even was trying. Like, Boy, well, did he get hundred percent? It, it was a big body check, man. And uh, and I know that's not allowed anymore per se or whatever you want to say. But he I got mean, four games for it. Did you see that? Four game suspension. Yeah. Yeah, he started charging from the other frigging goal line, falling yeah. to the ice. I mean, he had to to catch up to him. Obviously, I get that. But yeah, you know, like when you're, when you're hitting a body, you know shit's gonna happen. That guy is getting. It's not like if, it was a split decision. If he had the entire length of the ice, be like, oh, that guy scores his goal, and you're fucking dead. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, you know? it's a lot harder to come back by two goals than it is by one. So, like, he was probably trying to lay him out to prevent the puck going in net. Like, the puck went in the net just as he got bowled over. But like, wrap around and net goal. You're going to yeah. get killed. Yes. Well, I feel like it is 50 50. 
Well, the outcome was exactly what we've seen. He got absolutely decimated. One of the hardest hits that you'll ever see. Um, it was bad, though. It was it's bad. no different than any oh. other series that I've watched in the playoffs where when a team is down, the other team is trying to get their pound of flesh. Let's, 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 let's put some, let's inflict some damage here and try to bruise some guys up going into the next game. And while I don't think, I don't think Shifley meant to take the guy's head off. No. Uh, I thought the outcome was probably more than what Shifley even envisioned. He thought he was going to lay a big body check and take his pound of flesh and move on, right? And Fire up the guys for the next game. Benefit of the doubt to Corey Perry and Mark Shifley, elite hockey players that have played this for 18 lifetimes. Well, split second. Maybe I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. You're destroying these guys, and that's just it. Tampa Bay I, just I, tied I, it up. Sorry. Oh All right, guys. So. We've talked, yeah. about, talked about the Leafs, the autopsy, what we're expecting. Oh, next um, I was about to say, do you know who doesn't take the bite of flesh out? The Maple Leafs. The Leafs. Terry Price was in the zone the whole time. Like, I don't, I'm not saying you have to actually go out and hurt the guy, but you no, might want to. You... Maybe you will if he's not careful. And that's what happens. They, 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 every team is going to make your star uncomfortable. The Leafs did not even attempt I mean... that. If it happened to one of our players, especially one of our, like, I don't know who Jake Evans, I know who he is, but, like, I don't know who he is in their life. On his birthday, too. I know. But, like, in, in, in regards to, like, the pecking order of importance, like, I don't know where he falls in regards to for fans and everything. Like, is Bottom he a favorite? Six. Yeah. Like, is he a favorite? I don't know. Like, but if that happened to even, like, Ilya Mikheyev or even Pierre Engvall, like, we would be out for blood. Yeah. Regardless if it was, it's it's not like the Perry hit or anything. Like Perry, it was no, obviously it was ac- accidental. accidental yeah. But different. people can also say that the Schleifle hit was accident, not accidental, because it wasn't. But he did not mean to inflict, like, I don't think pain. But I that was pretty Corey damn Perry fast. Mean to take. <laughs> like, you, everyone no. says accidental with Corey Perry. I think the result wasn't intended to be that. No, severe. but the, but he didn't I, not I, try he, to. Listen, yeah, he he was over there for a reason. He knew what was coming. He knew what was possible coming up. Not the knee to the face specifically. No, but the potential of hitting him again. That he it's wasn't just that over there to make contact. He fell I the way he fell. Corey, nobody watched enough NOM hockey, especially when they won the playoffs, to know what Corey Perry is actually capable of. He knows how to win. He knows how to do this. He knows what you got to do to do this, the good and the bad. Honestly, we He's need that Corey guy, Perry. And I'm a fan of him. We Imagine need a Corey that. Perry. As much as Imagine I don't that. like the dude, we need something I don't like mind him. The guy. And that's Bob not Patrick Marlowe. And that's not Joe Thornton. It was supposed to be Wayne Simmons, but you know, Wayne doesn't go out and injure people. No, well, we don't want people out injuring people, but you need like Radicuas. You can hit him. You need people like Radicuas, Gudas, yeah. because you know what? If he's not going to actually go out and hurt you, you know he's probably capable of doing that. And that's yeah, what so makes well, people's head go on a swivel and it makes people nervous. It makes them uncomfortable. And it makes people and cough up goals the go in. Yeah. Did we you don't see have that? that. Did you see that play? It was like probably in game one or two where Willie was going in to get the puck and he stopped because he was going in. He stopped and looked behind him before going for the puck. And it's just like, I love you, man, but you got to change something because that's that's the thing. They were, you are so afraid. Like, it's just, you shouldn't be here. You had a lesser skilled team comfortable in winning. Yeah. Because you, 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 you let it happen. 
exactly you, you just want to score goals fast i mean you got carrie price and he's going to say i don't fucking think so no yep is it? it is what it is boys it is what it is. And you know what? i'm, I'm done with the uh i'm done with the i'm going on there and i'm just still seeing people fuming and after the 2013 collapse and i went through a dark time actually i'm not even gonna lie it was like i actually had to stop and rethink my way i've handled sports because it that's hurts me. so goddamn bad yeah that's and me. i got to it the other night and i felt like i was gonna feel like that again once it was all over and the wife dad said to me how do you feel i'm like same old shit whatever what the fuck ever who cares yeah and uh going into it and i see all the things that are happening but i see i watch the fan base absolutely rip murder apart and all these things, I'm like, you know, that's still our 100% absolute best case besides all these hypothetical things everyone's proposing. There's every other team and every other, like a lot of fans out there wish they had this, okay? Oh, God, next yes. Year, next year is going to be just as good, if not better. And we just got to hope that they're going to win because there's 31 other teams trying to win that exact same exactly. goddamn thing. Exactly. It's not easy not, to do. Listen, I, first what I did, up is if you don't win it, you don't win it. I'll, I'll give everybody who's watching some advice if you're trying to get over this. What I did to get over this, I went back and talked to my 2010 self. So I went back and I said, 2010 Ryan, your team just won the division and they've made the playoffs for the last five years and they've got the Rocket Richard winner on their team. I'd be like, what? We made playoffs. <laughs> yeah, really, though. <laughs> That's what 2010 Ryan said to me. And I said, you know what? 2010 Ryan is right. Because 2010 Ryan cheered for a very, very horrible, horrible, horrible team. team. Yeah. So if I cheer this for that team, I'm not going to stop cheering for this one. Because I guarantee you, where this team has come in 10 years, holy cow. And this so, is it. This is. I'm sorry. Yeah. Keep going. No, no, that's it. That's my thing. Um, yeah. Back then, back then we were hoping for a miracle. Yeah, and I mean, we have our miracle though. Now you don't have to hope for a miracle. You just got to hope that people stay healthy and uh, they find a that way it's... to get that killer instinct. They need to find a way to get a better shovel to dig a grave, and that's it. Yeah. And once they do it, once they get a first round, you don't know if they got a taste for that. You don't Watch know. Out. God well, look, damn it! Look, look, Game look seven again. Man. I get it. It sucks. Sucks, but look what happened when Ovi beat the Penguins. Right. That was that was that was his ghost. That was his. That was it. Yeah, right? that was his kryptonite. He, he beat the Penguins and then he beat everybody. That's, that's right. Unstoppable. And I felt like that's what was going to happen this year. They just needed to get over that one hurdle, but mm -hmm. they didn't do it. And yeah, all I could keep thinking, I kept saying that it's a curse. Damn you, Harold Ballard. But um, it's him. But. Yeah. I just keep thinking like, you know, when you're watching a hockey game and it's just like the bounces go your way and it's like, how the hell did that puck deflect? Like what? But it happens. And then there's other games where it's just like, how, why is it happening against us? Yep. And I feel like I'm, I don't know, I'm just a big believer in that everything happens for a reason and that whatever's meant to be will be. And I just feel like that if it's meant to freaking happen, it'll happen. And if it's not meant to be, it's not going to be. And that's it. That's what I just keep telling myself. That's right. It doesn't really help me feel better, but <laughs> especially not nope. in the moment. And but... I really thought this year was going to be the year that at least they'd like the, the, all the things were lining up. The North Division, all these things yeah. were lining up. The easiest route, you know. It like, seemed to be, yeah. 
Um, Next but, year, but, you're... but maybe, maybe that's not the way it's meant to happen for this team. Maybe right? the and that's, they the have to beat Boston. Well, that's what I said. That's that's what it is. They did. They weren't doing it this year because next year they're back in that stupid Atlantic Division: Boston, Florida, Tampa, Montreal, yeah. Ottawa. Like, well, I know there's all their teams, but all those teams can give them shit. Like, they might not even make the playoffs next year. Honestly, like one Wait, bad injury, good. and we're screwed. But if it doesn't, which it shouldn't, we could be seeing Boston again in round one, which hopefully we're the top seed, but we could be, and maybe that's what's supposed to happen. And we're supposed to beat them. I've been having nightmares. I couldn't sleep. Kind of. But not about the Leafs. Well, it is Leafs related. Um, When the Habs get knocked out, okay? Because, I mean, they might go ahead and knock Winnipeg out the way they played last night. It could happen. Um, when they get eliminated and Carey Price looks at himself and he looks at the league and probably some phone calls that he's gotten from his agent. If, and I'm going to say this, and I probably already said it on the podcast once. If I ever see Carey Price in a friggin' Colorado Avalanche jersey, at this time, at our best chances of winning a cup, I'm going to cry. Yeah. And I might just go buy a Carey Price Avalanche jersey because I can get like Joe Sackick played on that team. And he looks at Carey Price and he knows what he is. He knows where his team is. What's yeah, missing? Look at his lips. Yeah. What was missing you know, for him? Grubauer is doing pretty damn good though. But he, I know what is, you're saying. He ain't Carey Price. No. No. If I don't Colorado know. loses, if Colorado loses and Montreal loses, I'm afraid. And I'm what serious. could happen? I just, I just for some reason, and I don't usually like think of these things and get afraid of it, except for one time I thought Eric Stahl was going to go when he left Carolina. I thought he was going to go to the Habs, and that was making me afraid. But <laughs> it never happened. But he's there now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it was back then. I went Patch Ready and uh, Price when he was hot and shit. And I said, Yeah, like, Patches. If, yeah. if you got that big mean center up the front, I'm going to watch you know, out. It's over. Yeah. And uh, so I'm looking at it now. I want the history repeat itself. Not that he's going to cause a big scene and walk off, but if Carey Price ends up, yes. And at this time, where we got to expect our team to beat that team. Welcome to Off Topic with Chad. Yeah, there you go. That was a deep deep rabbit hole, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, and it's been plaguing me for a while. I've been thinking about in my head. Glad you got it off your chest here. But you know what? It's a big possibility. I've said it before myself. If they don't do something and they're Joe Sackett's at the wheel. It was his team. Right? But they're incapable of I'm talking about Montreal. Is incapable of like surrounding stars around Carey Price. Like if they can't do it this year, when the fuck are they going to do it? Like I know Cole Caulfield and whatever. He could be gone. And he might just say, listen, I want to go to a cup contender. I ain't got many years left at this. Like he's made his money. He don't really care to be at this anymore, Price I don't say. Outdoors. What do you think of Colorado? Yes. What about even Vegas? Now, I know they have Flurry, but like any of those contending teams. I know. I see Nathan McKinnon. You, you see it. You see I, it? I do. Right. And like I said, because of the Patty Wades. You Joe heard Sackett it here at, first, folks. Carrie Price wheel. going to Colorado. That's, 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 
That's like McDavid to Toronto kind of talk. So I'm yeah, I don't think so. I don't think it is. Here it uh, is. He's a, towards the end of his career. This is it now. If he wants a cup, it's now. This is Ray Bork. Ray contact. Bork. I was just gonna say this is this Ray is Bork awesome. time. He makes this is also bucks. Petty Wall. <laughs> yeah. It's not exactly I mean, the most easiest contract. Yeah, Montreal says, listen, we ain't gotta pay Primo much. He's just a little baby on his entry level contract. We'll retain his salary for a year or two. Well, how bad does call? How bad does Sakic want to? We'll give you Groove give up his yeah, how about you guys do a half rebuild? We give you a bunch of draft picks so you can deal whatever you want. You don't it know. Can happen. Money talks. It's crazy. Can't see. I don't think it's far fetched, man. All right. I'm, I'm cutting afraid, this off man. now. And I don't get it. <laughs> I'm going to for nothing except carry Just go to sleep. <laughs> but All right, that's, that's the thing that haunts me with my team ever winning the cup if that happens. Sure, like know. a month ago, you're at Taylor Hall going to Montreal haunted you too. <laughs> No, no, it was Eric Saul. Oh, it, it was, was Eric Saul. I don't care about that. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. All right. All right. All right. Let's, Let's shut cut it off. <laughs> so, guys, if you, I don't know how you can like what you heard here tonight. This was the most dysfunctional. Painful. Negative, negativity. Hold on. It's not like if you go on any Facebook page right now, you'll read much more shit. We're oh, optimistic. God. Yeah. We'll drop a couple yeah. F-bombs. I think okay. that's pretty good. I hope you liked our take. Uh, it's it's. I'd like to think it's somewhat of a neutral take what we put forward. I'm glad you guys are on. As good as we can do for a few days out. Yeah. I haven't talked to these yeah. guys about this, and I'm glad to see we've kind of all kind of settled back to the same mindset, and that's good to see because we're all real fans. Uh, but if you like what you're seeing, I guys, make sure you uh, yeah, take that off. There, that girl. What's the fish? Oh, poppets. We can uh, we can all bury that hatchet and move on. So uh, yeah. I don't know what we're going to talk about next. I don't know. Uh, we got the draft coming up. I've got a. Uh, I've been talking about a uh, talking with a former uh, a former uh, professional scout. He's going to join us for a chat leading up to the draft. It's yep. going to be a lot of fun. Cool. He's excited to join. We'll announce him a little bit later. So if you like what you heard, guys, uh, make sure to give us a like, give us a share on Facebook if you've seen our video. Um, also, uh, if you uh, if you're listening, you can always tune in if you want to listen to the podcast as opposed to watch. You can always tune in on. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. We're on now on iHeartRadio as well as TuneIn. Ooh. We're moving Moving on up. But uh, most of all, uh, like I said, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, We love seeing the uh, the views every week going up and up. So uh, much appreciated. And make sure you hit that subscribe button right there. But yeah, stay tuned. we got lots of good stuff planned for the summer and uh, and some great guests coming along too. Hockey247, 365. All right, guys. Stay safe, everybody. Peace out. Where's the fish? The fish? Oh.